Let's go. Welcome to Citizen. We've got a very special guest today, um, Chris from formerly of Pardon My American, now of The Last Americans. Yes. Because you guys are terrorists. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> it's like <clears throat> all of my friends are terrorists. Um, <laughs> Mike Glover's company. Um, and all they do is like preparedness. He, it's not, there's no political element to it at all, even on the shows he does. All mm. it is is like prepper stuff. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, he's part of a fucking insurgent terrorist organization. Like, no, he's just teaching people how to like hunt and stuff. Well, that was a thing for a little while, wasn't yeah. it? Like you become prepared for the the worst. You're now one of the people that are could cause the worst. Yeah, well, <clears throat> yeah, I guess if they didn't want people like us running around out there, they shouldn't have sent us to all these dumbass wars. Yeah, right. And trained us to do all this stuff. That seems like maybe their fault, to be honest. Yeah, right. Now um, everyone's like, <clears throat> everyone that was involved in any of the wars, now like, we know what the worst could be. So yeah, we know what yeah, to yeah. prepare for now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so tell me about your guys' backstory. It's you and, uh, and Dave and Greg. And yeah. You guys started out in Portland area, right? Yeah. Uh, around Portland, Oregon. We were about 45 minutes north up the I 5 corridor from Portland. So, like, during all the whole 2020 election bullshit, we were, like, front and center to all, mm. like, the the formation of Antifa and all that stuff. Yeah, part of the city got taken over. Yeah. By a real terrorist organization. Yeah, and they actually were, like, trying to burn down city <clears throat> buildings and stuff. But uh, the podcast kind of just started as uh, just the three of us would hang out on the weekends and we'd bullshit about all this stuff we talk about on the podcast anyway. Mm. And then we're just like, why don't we just record this? Like, we have all the equipment already because uh, Dave and Greg were both in bands. We have mm -hmm. all, had all the recording equipment we needed. So one day we're just like, yeah, let's do it. So we started. And then uh, shortly after we started, the 2020 election came around. And then uh, we were talking about that. And then all of a sudden our channel started getting pretty mm -hmm. big, getting a couple hundred thousand mm -hmm. downloads a month. And, and then uh, shortly after the election, involving all the – the conspiracy theories mm. regarding that uh, we were pulled from well Spotify owned anchor where right, they bought yeah. anchor <clears throat> and that's who we were distributing through so anchor pulled our shit so we had to start over it's, that's really weird to me because there were a lot of people in the space who were saying pretty definitively this is what happened it's illegal blah 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 but you guys are more like just shit talkers because yeah. you guys talk about pretty much it wasn't even always it still to this day isn't always just political conspiracy stuff it's all kind no. of random bullshit yeah it's just mean? random shit most of the time it, it's very weird to me like if somebody is saying something that's out of line um <clears throat> i i still don't support censoring that but it does at least make sense to some degree but when somebody when when people are getting penalized for asking questions and saying hey this doesn't really make sense can you make it make sense for me please yeah and then you get penalized for that that's kind of fucked up yeah, and that was kind of the premise of our show. It's not like we were like we weren't a breaking news show mm -hmm. or we weren't like breaking new trail on anything. We were literally looking at what was happening and what people were talking about and sharing our own ideas and opinions on it. And apparently that is uh, frowned upon. I guess, man, but I don't know. Like, it seems like 
it almost always backfires these days. You know what I mean? Like you didn't, <clears throat> when I read these old dystopian novels, it never seems to be the case that, you know, big brother tries to do something. And because of that, the thing they tried to suppress gets way more traction, mm -hmm. but that's happened a number of times. Like, uh, <clears throat> a couple of, a couple of media analysis companies looked into, um, they looked into the uh, Hunter Biden laptop story that was published on the New York Post. Yeah. I'm sure everybody remembers that shit. Oh, yeah. Was, was was the like, whole Twitter fiasco with it. Yeah. What was it? Yeah. August of 2020, I think. It was right yeah, before the election. Like that, yeah. <clears throat> and their analysis suggested that um, the story got four times more coverage because it was suppressed. Right. Because people started act because you, you can see it these days. Some crazy ass shit will happen. And people will be like, oh, that's fucked up. And they'll post about it on Twitter. And then the next day, some crazy shit will happen. And they'll be talking about that and completely forget about the other thing. Mm -hmm. But it does seem like these days, especially when the government or media or whomever social media tries to suppress something, it almost always backfires. Well, yeah, I think uh, now people are, have gotten to the point where as soon as they try to, oh, well, that's not actually happening. We need to take that down. Well, then mm -hmm. now people are asking, well, if it wasn't real, why why are you so concerned about it? Right, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's a good point, too, because then we're talking about, um, we're talking about things like kids getting taught CRT or weird gender stuff in schools. Yeah. And then someone like DeSantis passes a lot of ban it, and they're like, why, why are Republicans so obsessed with this? It's not even happening. Like, okay, cool. If it's not happening, why are you so concerned that it's now been banned? Exactly. You know what I mean? That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, it, it, <clears throat> I think it's a function of how completely fucked our epistemology is. Like, they, we just don't have a core set of facts that govern social discourse anymore. Nobody agrees on everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it used to be we all agreed on the facts and we debated the best way to go about you know, operating in that particular environment. So we all understand, generally speaking, <clears throat> how there, there were two main schools of economics. There were Keynesian economics and then Austrian economics, right? Mm -hmm. And they kind of battled each other to see which one was going to be best uh, or which one was going to be implemented. And now it's just like, why don't we just end work and pay people? I'm sorry. What what economic system is that, motherfucker? That's that sounds not great to me, you know. But it's like we're operating on. <clears throat> it's almost like arguing in two different languages. It's like, I, I the picture that comes into my head is a, is two New York cab drivers, right? One from the Sudan and one from like fucking Thailand or some shit. Yeah. And they're arguing in languages. Ne neither of them. They're arguing in broken English. They're just yeah. They're just yelling you know at each mean? other, but neither yeah. one of them understands. Not, what's nobody going knows on. what the fuck is going on. It's like, all right, well, this is productive. Yeah. Then this is the state of American discourse now. I don't understand it. I don't understand. Um, <clears throat> I don't understand what the point is. Yeah. I just. Honestly, I think the, the the main point of it is is that exactly. I think people they want people to not understand what's going on, and I think the more people argue with each other, and there's no progress ever made as a unifying country, mm. the better it is for any elite people or whatever. Do you think it's like to use a to use some religious allegory like the modern Tower of Babel, where in the story of the Tower of Babel. <clears throat> the Jews were trying to build 
a temple to get to heaven or not a temple, but a tower to get to heaven. Right. Yeah. They wanted to outsmart God. So to get around that or to punish them or whatever, God sent them to the four corners of the earth um, and <clears throat> made them speak all different languages. Right. So now they can't communicate with each other. It seems a lot like that. A little bit. I think a lot of it, especially in, in this country, and it's it's already happened in a lot of other countries where the the government body thinks of themselves as such an elite that they need to dictate what happens to everyday person's life. When in this country, which is why we have the Constitution, mm -hmm. that's the one thing that's different from every other country there is, is it's kind of the other way around, or supposed to be the other way around. And I think the the bickering back and forth between people and not really paying attention to what's going on and then in doing so with this like you were saying with the school systems and stuff not teaching anything mm -hmm. <clears throat> people have forgotten or even understand that we ultimately dictate what happens in our country right yeah yeah it's i it, there there does seem to be a lot of people who think that the government quote unquote government is some kind of external abstraction that's separate from people. And then they also think that that is what constitutes the United States. No. You know what I mean? They think the United States is the government and the people, but mm. they're, they were never supposed to be different. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we went to pretty great lengths to avoid uh, an aristocracy here. Even in, I mean, if you, if you look at some of the writing in the, in the late 18th century about how we're going to refer to the president, even, mm -hmm. um, there were all these honorific titles that were suggested like his majesty, the president and all this other bullshit. And George Washington was like, Mr. President. And that's it. That was the, that was the quote, right? It's like, Mr. President. And that's it. Like, I'm just a fucking dude with a job here. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but unfortunately, you know, aristocracies have a way of creating themselves. I think, you know, there's always winners and losers in life. Yeah. And, uh, that that is just the fact some people are going to be successful and some people are not going to be successful and that's just the nature of the game right but when the people who are in the moderately successful portion um when they get comfortable with their own level of success and stop keeping an eye out i guess for assholes mm -hmm. then the aristocracy is going to come about is i mean that's just how it is yeah it's unfortunate. I mean, I don't know what to do about that. I'm not sure <clears throat> if there is actually a way to avoid that. I don't know if there is, you know. Uh, I think there, maybe there would be, but it would be a lot harder of a task, honestly. Like, it'd be a, it'd have to be like a complete cultural shift. It changed the way people thought entirely. Mm. Because like, once you get in the, that position, you kind of th stop thinking about society as a whole and more of what's going to progress me the yeah. most. Yeah. And you're, I mean, the other part of that is that all of the things that contribute to your comfort mm. will now be leveraged against you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like we'll take your house away if you don't do what we want you to do. That That's a real fear for a lot of people. Well, we've seen, we've seen that almost exact situation when it came during the pandemic, right? It's like, you have to do this. Or this is getting taken away. You have to have this or you can't go do this. Yeah. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. I mean, 
No, know. we were heading in a very scary path there for a little yeah. bit. <laughs> well, we still, I think we still are. I think that was a, I think that was a shot across the bow and now we're going to see more and more of that stuff as time goes on. Um, <clears throat> but <clears throat> that's why, um, that's why I started this show because it isn't, uh, it isn't enough to, to love America or to support whatever, you know, values you think are American or to, to be patriotic even and love the country, the government, whatever the fuck, obviously that's not enough, you yeah. know, because it's lip service. Like you can just say that and, and that's it, yeah. you know? Um, <clears throat> but the definition of a citizen is somebody who, you know, takes it upon themselves to, to secure their rights by performing the responsibilities required of them to secure those rights. Otherwise you're just kind of, you're <clears throat> the analogy I use is like, you're a teenager living at your parents' house. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you haven't actually done anything yet. You're just benefiting from somebody else's work, yeah. but you, but in that scenario, you got to listen to what mom and dad say. Right. Mm -hmm. And in that scenario, mom and dad are the fucking government. And I'm not, really keen on listening to people tell me what to do right as an adult yeah and i feel like like the whole we're kind of getting to a point where people have to start realizing that in order to make changes or to live how americans are supposed to live mm -hmm. it's kind of in our own hands the, the government isn't going to save anybody no no they're <clears throat> just going to do what they do and regardless of how that affects the people, what they think is best is what they're going to do. What do you think? Why do you think there's so much um, like hero worship these days? It's like people <laughs> fell in love with Obama. People fell in love with Trump. Um, but it's it got to a point where and, and it isn't just the individuals, but it's also the political parties where pe people back themselves into a corner where they where they almost forced themselves to have to defend really shitty behavior. Yeah. Because it was their person doing it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's honestly been going on for a long time. I, I feel like that whole ideal of kind of, kind of like how in the, the 2020 election there, it was like a blue, no matter who thing yeah. on the Democratic <clears throat> side, that is an insane ideology. Like uh, yeah. You're going yeah. to support someone that says they're on your side, regardless of what happens, regardless of what is said. I honestly think a lot of that comes down to hoping someone, I think a lot of people just hope someone is going to do something for them mm. so they don't actually have to take action themselves or take responsibility even. I think that's, that's a kind of a, a big thing. A big problem is no one's willing to actually stand up and be like, something needs to change here. Well, it's because it, it's the, to me, it's the same reason that people will, if they're walking down the street and somebody trips and falls, they'll avert their eyes. I used to think that it was because they didn't want to embarrass the person, but now I know it's because they didn't want to like, once you, once you put eyes on that problem, it becomes your problem as well. Well, like you have to deal the, with that reality. Yeah. Now. Well, not only do you have to deal with that reality, but there is some there, there is some uh, uh, expectation that you're going to go help solve that problem, even mm -hmm. though you didn't create it, had nothing to do with you, but you're there and capable of solving the problem. And I think that's <clears throat> when we started taking uh, winners and losers out of society and giving participation trophies, um, 
And then when we started, when, whatever, whatever the additional things that happened around that, where human beings in the West lost uh, so much perspective, like there's no, there's no connection in people's mind, no organic connection in people's minds between effort and outcome anymore. Hmm. Right. A big swath of the population expects a certain outcome. And that's what we call equity. Now, apparently they expect a certain outcome and whatever has to happen to get to that outcome isn't their problem. It's somebody else's problem. It's yeah. society's fault or it's racism or it's whatever the fuck. It's like, no, no dude. Well, you, it's the, it's not even like a racism or anything like that. It's kind of just goes on everything. Like we were just saying, <clears throat> like it, it's whatever has to happen, has to happen as long as it's not me that has to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's the, <clears throat> that's the thing about, um, about pretty much anything in life. Um, when you take a shortcut or when you outsource your responsibilities to somebody else, there's always a price to pay. And we do that as a community, right? Or as a society rather. And some, it makes sense sometimes. So we trade off, like I could <clears throat> grow corn, I could grow wheat and grind it into flour and all this stuff. I'm not doing that. This is not going to happen. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, for a while it was okay because there were professionals doing that stuff and then you know it became industrialized and now it's full of pesticides and and preservatives that fuck your body up right yeah. so the, it on a long enough timeline subjugating yourself to the will of somebody else is always going to have a price and it's usually your fucking life and freedom yeah because right? eventually it, it always comes down to what benefits them over you mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that's going to be the bottom line yeah. typically right that's why Corn syrup is in everything now. Mm -hmm. Almost every fucking product that you buy, there's corn syrup in it. And I've, I've told people this a million times now, but uh, before it was used in human food, it was used for to fatten up pigs mm. for select. The last month or so before they got slaughtered, they would feed them this just synthetic sugar to put more fat on them. Yeah. Right? So you get better bacon or whatever. Well, the same the thing with, with just sugar, too. Yeah. Sugar's in everything. Like you can't, it's almost harder to find something that doesn't have sugar in it. <laughs> than it is just to go to the grocery store and buy what you need to buy. Yeah. So, I mean, and th these are very concrete examples with like deliverable products. So it makes sense, but it is also the case when you let somebody else do your thinking for you, right? Yeah. If you're letting Fox or CNN or MSNBC do your thinking for you, you're fucked. Like your brain is in just as bad a shape as all these people out here with diabetes because they've been eating shitty food. You got brain diabetes now and you can't think for yourself anymore. Brain diabetes. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's where the collapse in epistemology came from. It, it became people read Brave New World or 1984 and they see the state that people are in and how much control the government has. But very, I, I haven't seen <clears throat> very many dystopian novels that track the process. How, how we, how do we get here exactly? Right. Mm -hmm. Cause in Brave New World, we wake up in a, in a, time period where soma is being prescribed to suppress people's emotions and shit like that um in 1984 it's already pretty fucked when we get there yeah i'm looking for the dystopian novel that shows, shows the, the beginning like the, the incremental process through which <clears throat> people think that it's just the government making more laws that slowly strips away our liberty and i guess in a reductive way to some degree that's true but really what it is is us letting go 
right? Yeah. It's like we're playing tug of war and we just like one person at a time says, fuck this and takes their hands off the rope and goes home. Yeah. It's usually not like a, a couple things that happen that just changes everything. It's like the, like the boiling the frog yeah. kind of thing. It yeah. happens over time and you just are slowly letting it happen and getting used to the fact that now you're just less of an individual than you were the day before. Yeah. And I guess, <clears throat> you know, it's happened to some degree in a couple of, uh, in a lot of South American states that had, you know, relative freedom and liberty. Uh, and then, you know, in the middle part of the 20th century, communism showed up and that mm. didn't, that never goes well for anybody. Right. But we haven't had a country like the United States yet on earth. One that had a constitution that guaranteed certain things to yeah. ordinary people, not to aristocrats or any of that stuff, not like the Magna Carta, but like the actual, just ordinary run-of-the-mill people. So I don't know that there's there's not really a historical precedent for what's happening in the U.S. right now. Even in Canada, they don't really have a Bill of Rights like we do. They have no. a, they have a charter of of what are essentially recommendations, right, from 1981. So they're not even that old. They're yeah. about they're the same age as me, as a matter of fact. Um, but no, like the other Western countries, they're parliamentary monarchies and things like that. But no, not us. We we are supposed to just pick an ordinary person that we like and whose values we agree with and say, hey, all right, you can run shit for a little while, but only for a little while. Yeah. But that's not how we do it here. You know, it's like entrenched bureaucrats in the in the Congress and uh, and in and behind the scenes. The president, to me, is almost irrelevant at this point. Like, I think that's just a lightning rod. Yes. I think that the president does hold a lot of powers that you wouldn't normally have but it, rarely do they get executed mm. and as far as like the the bureaucratic bullshit yeah there's a it's it's the same thing as it's the boiling frog it started as one thing it slowly over time became something completely different that doesn't work at all mm. anymore so that's there's something that needs to happen with that. No, nobody pays attention to what our constitution actually is anymore. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it would be, we should have, we should have written in the margins in the bill of rights and said, um, you know, any kind of law you're thinking about passing any kind of right you're thinking about limiting, even if it makes sense, um, imagine that power in the hands of your worst political enemy, mm, because at yeah. some point they will have that power because that's just the tides of politics, right? Like sometimes yeah. you win, sometimes you lose. I think people would take it a lot more seriously if they, if they, if they were able to make that connection. I don't think people even think about that. It's like, I don't think a lot of people think about <clears> that. I, I don't think the majority <laughs> of people in this country nowadays think about the bill of rights or constitution ever. Well, the Republicans and even a lot of people on the left, too, the Democrats who authorized war in Iraq and Afghanistan back in the day, probably didn't think that sleepy Joe Biden would be using that to fight a proxy war in Ukraine in 2023, right? But that's exactly yeah. what the fuck's happening. Yeah. Well, that and now you have all that other shit coming out with the the accounts and oh, yeah. and everyone getting money from Ukraine and all these other fucking governments. And there's no wonder why so much money is going over there. Where do you what? Tell me more about that. What do you know about that? Well, it just came out. Uh, I think here a couple of days ago or whatever. Mm. I think that now they're getting there was deals made through Burisma mm. that Hunter Biden was involved with, and that's kind of old news. But 
Well, it's not old news that the CEO recorded him and and yeah. the president, vice yeah. president at the time. And the fact that he recorded him, and not only recorded him one time, but recorded him over a dozen times. No. And that the FBI decided when they when they reluctantly handed over the documentation for that, they decided to redact all that stuff that they even had those recordings in the first place. Which tells me you knew about this in the beginning. Sure, yeah. And the fact and you're covering it up because somebody's getting money from somewhere, I imagine. This episode of Citizen is also brought to you by Ghostbed dot com forward slash drinking bros right now ghostbed is offering 40 percent off ghostbed bundles where you get a mattress and an adjustable base for everything else 30 percent off if you use the code drinking bros at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros if you get the uh 40 off deal if you use the 40 off bundle deal you're going to get uh, a mattress and all your stuff your base your sheets your pillows all this stuff for about 30 to 35 bucks a month They've got a zero down, zero percent financing plan for up to 60 months, six zero months. That's five years, uh, about the lifespan of the average bed. So it works out great for you, works out great for uh, the company. So go check it out. Go to ghostbed.com for slash drink it, bros. Whether you're in the market for a bed, uh, an adjustable base, whether you just need sheets or pillows or any of that stuff, they got the best. The mattress protector, the weighted blanket, they have everything you need there. 30% off everything. Use the code drinking bros at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Or if you need that adjustable base as well and the mattress, get the bundle and everything else you add onto that deal is 40% off. This episode is also brought to you by First Form. Firstform.com forward slash drinking bros. The product they really want you using is the micro factor. It's a complete daily nutrient pack. Now, what's in it? Antioxidants, CoQ10, great for heart health, multivitamins. Uh, greens and reds, which is to say fruits and veggies, then EFA, which is to say fats that you need. And then they got a probiotic in there as well. It's an easy little packet. You just dump it all in your fucking mouth and swallow, uh, probably with some liquid, preferably water. Um, they got all kinds of other great products as well. Uh, talking about those meat sticks, the breakfast sausage meat stick is the best thing I've ever had in my life. And of course, they have energy drinks. They've got all kinds of stuff over there. They got great protein, the best supplements on the market if you spend over 75 bucks you're going to get free shipping so go to firstform.com forward slash drinking bros and get those deals i guess i mean it's this this is a really interesting question i've never had well i guess i have uh uh Ilya shapiro before but i never had the opportunity to ask a constitutional attorney how it makes sense for the executive branch to be in charge of all the enforcement mechanisms in government, except for the Supreme court, although they do appoint the Supreme court and the Senate votes on it. But, um, the department of justice technically reports to the president, right? That's part of the executive branch of government. So mm -hmm. the people that are supposed to be investigating Joe Biden right now work for Joe Biden. It feels an awful lot like a college football team that's made some recruiting violations and they're kind yeah, of right? self-governing at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he he said almost because like, a lot of this stuff dates back to when he was a senator or a vice yeah. president even. Yeah. So before he even got in. So the fact that he would, was might may be able to set up this stuff in preparation to where he now would have control over mm -hmm. the DOJ and it wouldn't affect him anyway, even if information did come out he could just do away with anything that was going to happen yeah. in the first place yeah i mean we saw it with with obama for sure like the this russia collusion hoax with the steel dossier 
Uh, Obama knew that it was fake. Biden knew that it was fake. The head of the FBI knew that it was fake. Um, the DNI, the head of the CIA, they all knew it was fake. Yeah. We know that now. We know that they had the information to know that it was fake. But they still all said in public that it was real. Mm-hmm. Right? Even Hillary Clinton, who faked it herself, which, I mean, obviously she was going to say it was real because she's the one that did the crime in the first place. But all of these people said it was real. Um, and then the Hunter Biden laptop comes out and 51 former intelligence officers say that it's fake with no evidence to that effect. Right. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool. Just taking um, their word for it. Yeah. It's like, point. trust me, bro. Is the source on that one? Yeah. I don't, <clears throat> I don't know how you move forward from that. I mean, um, I haven't listened to you guys in the last couple of weeks, but what are your thoughts on all this stuff? What are your thoughts on, um, Trump being president again or DeSantis being president or, and who, like, do you, is there any expectation that this time Trump will take it seriously and fire everybody at the FBI, for example, if he were to be elected? Uh, I don't think he would fire everyone at the FBI. I don't think the FBI or those organizations will go away. I think uh, if anything was to happen, uh, you might have like leadership change, obviously, but, uh, we're on the show. We're kind of, you know, kind of split between DeSantis, Trump, like what's going to be best. Obviously Trump has his flaws also. Mm-hmm. And I mean, everyone has, has their flaws. And if he was to get in, I mean, this is kind of his last shot, right? right. I mean, if, if he says he's going to take care of this, you, it either, you need to do it or mm-hmm. people are going to think of you as a piece of shit. Cause you didn't do what you said you're going to do. So, I mean, Regardless of who gets in, I think we're at the point where something needs to be done. I think everyone is under the same understanding that people need to be changed out and things need to change because there definitely is some weird illegal shit going on that needs some attention brought to it. And as of right now with Joe Biden in office and the DOJ that's there and FBI, obviously it's not getting Mm. done. Yeah, but it didn't get done during Trump's first term either. True. Right? Like it was pretty clear that the FBI and the CIA were completely corrupt during his entire they I mean, he was he was being lied about by his own employees. Yeah. Right. And didn't did <clears throat> the only thing he really did in retaliation was to call, say it was fake news. Which is a good sound bite, but it doesn't actually do anything. Yeah. I mean he it's kind of a put up or shut up at mm-hmm. this point. Like Granted, the, the the rally season hasn't really officially started because Trump yeah. is the only one doing it so far. But uh, it's it's going to be really interesting when it comes down to different rallies, who's running, who's not running, and then the debates and, like, who's saying they're going to take care of what. And then you have to go on who's actually going to do what they say. Yeah, well, <clears throat> um, yeah, that's why I think a lot of people are – a lot of people are leaning a lot of people I talk to anyways are leaning towards DeSantis more. I mean I, I don't I don't think there's any world where they're going to vote for uh for Biden over anybody that's a Republican probably mm. unless it's like uh what's that fucking dummy's name in New York that congressman that's a weirdo fuck. Oh, I forget what yeah. his name is. The one that's a, cro- a Brazilian cross gesture dresser yeah. or some shit. If it's somebody like him, obviously that would be a problem. But anybody that's a reasonable conservative or Republican, whatever you want to call them, 
obviously people are going to vote for that person, but and the the primary season is going to be pretty wild. This is going to be the wildest primary season we've seen in a long time. Oh I yeah, think. it's I feel like it's going to get pretty crazy, especially with like <clears throat> especially on the dim on the dim side you have RFK yeah, running yeah, and yeah. then he's with whole his whole anti-vax thing and like I mean at that point on the dim side who else do you have? You have rise of right now, you have Joe Biden and RFK. Yeah. That's who the options are on that side. And there's a lot of people even on the dim side going <laughs> I don't know if we can go through Joe Biden again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is he, what position do you put yourself in if he's dead and halfway through the second term, you know, I mean, he's old as shit. He can barely yeah. walk anymore. He's, it's clearly getting progressively worse now. Yeah. Where he's, it ha- it he's has like, been. yeah, he's like wandering around lost all the time and has to be told where to go. Well, on top of that, with all the investigations that are going on with all his shit, mm. does he even make it? to that point does he bow out or do they run the 25th amendment on him or yeah. what's going to happen with that yeah it's a, it's a good question i don't really know man to be honest i thought this would have been over already i i didn't think <clears throat> i didn't think they would have nominated him in the first place it seemed like there were better options but maybe uh maybe they weren't looking for a better option maybe they were looking for somebody to control right i mean if, yeah um, everybody will always play that Obama clip where he's like, you know, my per, in a perfect world, I would have somebody else in office. Oh, yeah, sitting in the basement the telling them yeah. what to do, yeah. Um, it's like, you probably shouldn't have said that out loud, but yes, yeah. that kind of seems like what's happening now. Um, yeah, because there's no, there's no way this guy is running anything on his own. No, no. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't, to be honest, I kind of think that he's just walking around in a poopy diaper all the time. That's yeah. what, that's what it seems like. I mean, that's what he walks like. Yeah. Uh, it is, oh man, I guess we went through this to some degree in the tail end of Reagan's presidency and without social media and stuff, they probably did a better job of covering it up, but this is bad. I mean, we look like a bunch of assholes on on the global stage right now. We look like idiots. Um, well, that's one of the good things with social media. Now you can't escape anything anymore. Yeah, certainly not. Um, so we, for this show, again, the, the purpose is to, um, the purpose is to identify the difference between people who are subjects and citizens, right? And it's that attitude, like, nobody's coming to save you. You, you need to yeah. learn some skills and fucking, you know, be part of this stuff. Um, I say this a lot on the show, but Plato said that if you... Um, refuse to take part in your own governance, then you're doomed to be ruled by fools, right? It's like people with an ax to grind or a dollar to make are going to be in control of things and they don't necessarily have your best interest in mind. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, I wrote these principles and I think some of them are getting harder. Um, some, are getting, some, of, some of them are getting harder to convince people that are they're worthwhile. Like I'll reject divisiveness in all its forms because people, anybody that's trying to divide you is trying to conquer you by definition. Right. Mm. It's like what we were talking about a few minutes ago. Why, why somebody splitting us up into little groups and stuff like that. The only reason they do that is to make sure that they can maintain control over you. But it is, it's a problem that starts internally and works its way out. What I mean by that is, 
it would be really hard for me to convince a conservative or libertarian person to team up with a leftist person when the leftist person won't say what a woman is mm-hmm. when they're afraid to say the definition of a fucking woman, which everybody on this planet knows. Yeah. And there are people who have deluded themselves to some degree, but the vast majority of these people are just lying because they're scared of what might happen if they tell the truth. It's hard to tell somebody who's just a normal fucking person to like, Oh, you gotta go work with that guy. You just gotta figure it out. Like how I can't, we're operating on two different fucking like, we're not even in the same universe at this point, right? <laughs> no, not even close. So how do you do that? I mean, from your perspective, you you guys kind of had to flee, you know, Oregon, Washington area because it was so crazy up there, right? It started to, yeah. yeah. Like we're obviously north, just north of Portland, Oregon. And I mean, when we left, it was at the point of like everything was starting to bleed in. Mm. Like everyone... The Portland area was getting crazy and getting expensive, mm. and people were just leaving. And you go even today, you go downtown Portland, and the shit's boarded up everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's insane. <laughs> so, what was the deciding factor to leave? Honestly, it, it was, wasn't just you guys. By the way, Target, Costco, Walmart not, left. Walmart, yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's not just people. <laughs> well, I think a lot of it is. Uh, <sighs> It's kind of the same thing we were talking about, like a, a responsibility thing, mm. like a morality thing. I think a lot of, like Walmart left the Portland area because they were losing so much money because people were just mm. constantly stealing from them. And what we, when it came to us, it was, we were looking, kind of looking into the future going, we can see the trend of where things are going right now. Obviously, this is not going to get, be good for our community mm. as soon as like people start leaving Portland and coming in, they just end up bringing their political ideologies also. And especially when it comes to schooling and stuff for our kids also, like the, the, the schooling aspect of everything was probably one of the bigger ones. Things were getting so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. They were just like, I do don't really want my kids going to school here. And so we're like, okay, well, we ended up hooking up and meeting you guys, mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, we have an opportunity with our podcast. And then uh, also, the weather's better. School yeah. systems are. Tend I mean, to it gets be pretty better. hot here, but yeah, the weather's better. And then, uh, it, it honestly it was when it comes to the political atmosphere that was changing in the Northwest, it was kind of an easy decision. And how you guys have been here? What like a year now? About eight. My eight, eight nine months yeah and you how what 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 have you noticed that's different here compared to where you came from uh well here in the austin area i've noticed that honestly the austin area is like it's kind of it, it's still a little liberal mm. but it's like portland was 10 15 years ago where it was it was still cool. Mm. Like you could deal with people having different things where people agreed with each other and everyone was nice to each other. That's kind of how it feels in Austin right now. When it comes to uh, political atmosphere, obviously Texas is a red state mm. and they have different legislation that we more agree with than Washington does. And school systems, they, I think uh, Texas just passed that thing where teachers are allowed to be armed now. Oh, really? I didn't know that. And, uh, like, they can take their training and be armed at schools okay. now. So we're like, yeah, that's awesome. 
Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's certainly that certainly sounds better. I mean, look, I've I've lived in liberal cities a lot in my adult life. I lived in Oakland for a while. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time in Seattle and L.A. Um, Seattle's really bad now too. Yeah, it's it's fucked. I was there in like 2015 to 16 time period. It's still pretty nice then. Um, although people did get stabbed downtown a lot for some reason, <laughs> but you know, sometimes that kind they of didn't stuff. Didn't believe in guns. You had to figure yeah, out yeah, way. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it does. It does seem to have deteriorated pretty rapidly, um, and I don't know. It, it's so odd how it happened. Like Portland and Seattle have always been kind of weird cities, mm-hmm. the same way as Austin. Just we, there's a weirdness to it, and and <clears throat> it was uh, so weird that they made a TV show about it, right? Portlandia, yeah. Which Portlandia was an ironic musing about the silly shit that happens in that city. Mm-hmm. And then people, it seemed like, I don't even know. It's like you do a, a caricature to make fun of something and people just like make that their identity then. Yep. That's fucking weird. Yeah. It's like they here the, here this is and we're making fun of it, yeah. but they're like, Oh, we have to embrace this, but also double. It's like, this is what we do now is this like, Oh boy, that's, that's bizarre, man. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Um, I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't understand. Um, <clears throat> I don't understand how. Well, I understand the mechanics. Let me let me back up. I understand the mechanics of what happened. People, you know, stop. You stop enforcing the law, and this is pretty much what happens. And we also know that um, Soros and Soros-backed foundations have paid for about 280 judge and district attorney races mm-hmm. in the U.S. over the last five years. They spent about $2 million bucks on Gavin Newsom's recall. Mm. So they're heavily invested in people in major cities and states who refuse to enforce the law. Now, what could possibly be their goal in that? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, <clears throat> it can't possibly be anything good. No. I, no. I, I feel like that goes right back to the whole division thing. I think as soon as people... As, as soon as you are able to dictate something and make it uh, unstable, mm-hmm. there is no co- there is no cohesive way for people to to get together and defend what they think because they're all under this weird trance of just everything's crazy now. So then you're able to implement everything that you want and change things the way you want them to be changed. But to what end? I mean, is do you, do you what do you think about Soros? Now, he's going to retire now and turn over. The I think keys he already did to his son. Yeah, Alan, I read Alexander, an article yeah. that uh, he already turned it over his son. It was, yeah. They're saying is even more political than he was. Yeah, but what what do you? I mean, do they? I, I can't really understand the whole picture. Like some of it, I do, I guess, just by assuming the worst. But why would these people care so much about the U.S. and stuff that goes on here i just don't it doesn't make a lot of sense to me uh, like china is spending way more money than we are and their economy is in better shape than true ours. i think the one i think the one thing that's different about the u.s is like we're saying with the whole constitution i think we're the one one thing in the world that if we were all to unite under the same ideology there would be no stopping it mm. like there we are the one powerhouse in the world that doesn't abide by anyone else's rules. We do our own thing. 
we have our own set of rules and you can they can do whatever they want over there but this is how we do things and i i think that is the one thing that they would want after especially if they're wanting to do this whole the whole world economic forum world yeah. world government type thing idea that they have that stands in the way of that i mean it makes sense i guess it makes sense i mean i, I it's it's certainly easier to try to control the United States than it is to try to control China, right? Because they'll just fucking kill you. Yeah. They don't give a shit. They don't really... China doesn't really care about... Um, well, not not that they don't care about it, but they, they are not nearly as concerned about how other people see them as we are, as we are about mm. how people see us, for sure. They just do whatever the fuck they want. They're over there sewing human faces on monkeys and shit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't... Uh, it it is it is sometimes exhausting just to talk about all this stuff because it's it's like relentlessly every day oh, yeah. you're being fucked with you yeah. know what i mean and i feel like the only solution to something like that like if it was a bully on a playground or a pest or something like that the only solution is to beat the christ out of the guy right <laughs> like that really that's what you would do in any yeah. other situation yeah and i mean that's why on our show we we have a discussion about shit going on like that. And then we just try to have fun with yeah. everything else. Cause if you do every day, just diving in, you're going to drive yourself insane. Mm. Well, tell me, <clears throat> have you guys changed the show up at all? Or is it just a new name now? Uh, it's basically the same. Mm. Uh, it's so, just, okay. Tell me about the show and everything. How, like what the, the format is, what you guys talk about and stuff like that. Uh, so it's basically a, a current events, kind of anything that's happening. Obviously, we touch on and look into the big political mm. aspect of things that are happening, and we do we do the show do the show every day. So, anything that happens, we usually end up talking about. But for the most part, it's it's just current events, uh, just weird shit happening. The kids getting lost in the jungle. That's or a the crazy plane crash story. And surviving they survived for, for like 40, forty days. days. What the hell? What are you, Moses or some yeah, shit? Yeah, like. On their own, I think there was a there was four of them, right? There was a thirteen year old, yeah. a nine year old, four year old, and a one year old. And they was eating like rats, uh, not rat, like rations, rations yeah. and fucking fruit they find around. Um, I guess I would have done that when I was twelve. I don't know, to be honest. I don't know if I would have. Well, do you remember those uh, those Mormon kids in Mexico, where their whole adult, their entire, all the adults in their family got wiped out when they were driving? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the 11 year old girl just walked like 25 miles to get help. Yeah. There's no fucking way I was doing that when I was 11, dude. No, that, that, uh, takes some, <clears throat> some big time yeah. willpower. Holy to, underwear. I think is what it and, is. And yeah. those kids in the jungle too, had to watch their, their mom die while they're there. Yeah, I don't know what, what happened with that story. So apparently, so the plane crashed in the Amazon. Well, that's not great. <laughs> right yeah. off the get go, that yeah. sucks. And then <laughs> the mom, uh, from what I read, suffered some severe injuries mm. and she died after like a few days. Oh man. So it was like a slow process. Yeah. And then Fuck. like, and then the kids had to first watch their mom die in front of them mm. and then had to live another 35 days to, to be able to be rescued. The fact that anybody even found them is amazing. Yeah. What did they track the transponder or something after? I mean, you would, they would have found them quicker than 40 days if the black box had been there. Right. You would yeah. Think. I'm not exactly sure how they found him. Mm. I don't know if like some tribe people or something mm. exactly. I'm sure they tracked something. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, that the Amazon's a, a vast thing to yeah. have to yeah. look through. 
Um, so about the rest of the show, so you guys just talk about whatever sports, whatever comes up. Yeah, whatever sports. I mean, there was one story where this lady had set up a game camera in her in her backyard or whatever, and then caught some weird witch people coming. Oh yeah, I saw eating that. a deer carcass. <laughs> the fuck, man. Be like we, those we, people probably have trichinosis now. By the way, yeah. Like if you, I love meat, love it. Don't eat fucking roadkill, dumbass. Yeah, because it had been sitting there for days. Oh my god, man! And they were dressed like all weird. Where yeah, they had like loincloths on oh and like. All where kinds was of stuff. that? Uh, I don't remember where that was. It was in the south or somewhere. God damn! The way it, when I first saw it, it looked like um, the first season of True Detective. Remember that shit? I was like, what the fuck is this real? Is this going on? I thought it was a prank or something, to be honest, because there's all like these fake people put on suits and stuff and do this fake Bigfoot stuff all the time. I was like, this is not real. Yeah. There's no way. It kind of makes you wonder if like, because obviously I I think she was in like a small town. Mm -hmm. So somebody knows those fucking people. Somebody has to, unless it's like the village. Right, that oh, M yeah. Night Shyamalan thing, where it's like somebody bought a trailer park and just turned it into like a 17th century. <laughs> and every once in a while, a couple yeah. of them escape and go yeah. eat deer out of a backyard. <laughs> it's like rumspringers and shit. <laughs> um, so, the, so the show is you and and Dave and Greg. Yeah. Um, and do you all have like a role in the show? Like, who does what? Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, Greg is more the conspiratorial type guy. His hair looks like somebody that might be conspiratorial. Yeah, he's got big hair. He's got like the the alien guy. <laughs> what was it? Uh, fuck, what's the name of that show? Um, uh, the cartoon? Ancient Aliens. Ancient Aliens, Yeah, the yes. dude with the, the aliens. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. He, Greg's got that Not look. saying it's aliens, yeah, but, it's, but aliens. it's aliens. Yeah, <laughs> he's Yeah, definitely he, he's look. definitely uh, more into like in the conspiracy. I am a little to a point. I mean, some of the stuff is pretty far out there, but... It's fun to entertain. Yeah. Uh, Dave kind of plays the other side of that. Mm -hmm. He likes to be a little combative and like, you know, push back and like share different kind of ideas and try to look things at the other side. And me, I kind of just run the show, run Mm -hmm. the cameras, run the streams, and I interject and share my own thing. I'm kind of the middle guy. That's fun. Yeah. And it's been like that ever since I first came across you guys it's that's it's always kind of been that same general formula which is that that's what makes it super weird to me that you guys ever got blacklisted somewhere because greg will say a bunch of crazy shit and dave's like that's not fucking real yeah like he'll he'll say something and dave immediately is like okay that sounds fucking dumb yeah (laughs) it's like what you can't even have a conversation you can't even like uh, half of the time greg's just saying crazy shit to say crazy shit too yeah like you could tell that he's just talking out of his ass um but it is funny it's interesting right yeah i just don't understand why anybody would want to censor that of all things yeah it it makes you wonder i don't know exactly i think just because we were talking about things that were clearly in the news that were they were wanting to suppress and because Mm -hmm. it was on our show we got suppressed and lumped into some people also which that's weird though because we were doing that stuff too pretty hardcore and audio listener wise i think our show was probably bigger yeah and we never i never noticed a lot of audio suppression Hmm. video for sure youtube hates us they still hate us well it started because i mentioned we got kicked off of anchor which is where we were at and then because spotify owned them was it like how long after spotify bought them did you guys get the boot from there um do you know i think it was pretty quick i don't remember exactly when spotify bought them out i think it was shortly after because it was well do you know when you got when you guys got booted it was right after the 2020 election it looks like 
they started this the purchase sometime in late 2019 so oh so it was a, a year afterwards yeah but that doesn't that doesn't mean that's when it went through oh no it was it was it was february 6 2019 so about a year later year and a half later yeah um yeah i don't remember did you do you so you guys uh communicate with any other similar shows aside from ours and did anybody else do you know got get clipped for this because i don't remember hearing about a lot of shows getting canceled except for like alex jones and shit no we we don't really i mean have any other connections honestly with other shows we don't talk to anybody else we just kind of do our own thing and when we got kicked off we were like well shit okay well what do we got to do here and we we reached out to anchor we obviously nobody can ever get a hold of spotify for anything no they that's the one company that i don't think they have customer service yeah i don't think so either because i i've got a hold of one guy before and he sent me an email to this some other guy and i sent an email to him and then i never heard anything (laughs) from them ever again but okay so they pulled us they canceled our thing we got pulled from everything uh i was like okay what do we do now we want to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're having fun doing it, and we're we're just seeing a lot of growth. Yeah. Uh, so we had to, we started up on Podbean and mm-hmm. started another RSS feed and started completely over <laughs> from zero. Yeah, it sucks. It really sucks. And then we're growing from there, growing from there, and then that's when we met you guys, mm-hmm. at Drinking Bros, and then uh, hooked up there. We're still kind of growing. We almost we hit like a little plateau. Like nothing would would break through anything mm. anymore for some reason, and then uh, we switched over to a, another distribution company, and they got us back on Spotify. And then Spotify reached out to them and said, "You have to remove these guys." So you're still not on the air uh, for Pardon My well, the American. New, the new no. show, the new show is on Spotify. <laughs> okay, and the new show is called The Last Americans. The Last Americans podcast. And, yeah. and uh, uh, before we got to get out of here, before we get out of here, tell. Tell everybody anything different about that show now, or is it just kind of you're just carrying it over from the old? It's it's 100 the same exact show, mm-hmm. just retitled. Okay, and it's uh, it's available everywhere then. Everywhere, now get on Spotify, get on Google, Apple, anywhere you listen okay. to podcasts, you can go. We're on YouTube and Instagram and Rumble. And is all it so? It's too. a different YouTube account as well. The yep. Last Americans. Is it the Last Americans podcast? Last Americans okay. podcast. Cool. Everywhere you look for it, look up Last Americans podcast. The whole thing. Sweet. Well, look, I appreciate you coming back in today to do yeah, this fun, stuff. Man. Uh, I hope you. We we had some deer tacos and steaks yeah, and shit too that delicious. was pretty nice i murdered that deer the other day so <laughs> pretty happy that he, uh, my buddy was able to come in and cook those uh look thanks for coming back by i appreciate it no thank show, you man. man yeah anytime you guys go check out the last americans podcast wherever you consume your media whether it's audio uh or youtube or rumble or anywhere else uh just look them up and uh thank you all for listening this has been citizen Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.